0: Good morning and welcome. Happy Hump Day. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jake with CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number, eight hundred-nine five one zero five nine to the website at allamericangold.com. Make sure you're out there. I mean, you can do everything out there. Well, I not everything. But you can get all your news, you get the videos. You know, the news, as my uncle used to say, to to comfort the disturb and disturb the comfortable out there, right? That's all out there. We got the shopping cart out there, so you can order your products online, because, you know, it's the new age. I actually, you know, what's so funny is, yesterday, everybody abandoned me. Uh, Arlene, uh, she normally doesn't work on Mondays and Tuesdays, but... Because of the purchase of the radio station, she, she's been coming in trying to help us. Uh, she's the one, by the way, uh, when you hear all these new things, that's Arlene in the background. She's the one that's reaching out to people, making the calls, doing a great job. Uh, we, we've got so many great things uh, coming uh, to Colorado. Uh, make sure you don't miss out. I'm going to tell you right now, this is actually going better than I thought. Which just simply means, in the very near future, we're going to be charging more for you to, to be a part of it. Uh, so make sure you get in on the ground floor. Give us a call. We can help you do that. Uh, now, I forgot what the heck was I talking about. Where was I? Oh, that's right. Wendy, we had the metals plans, so they're done. Right, All the metals plans have now been shipped. So... She had a lot of boxes, so she's like, "Hey, I'm going to leave early. You know, I got to be in the post office line forever." And so I was here by myself, and I had to answer the phone. Right, so so I got a great call, brand new customer, who was ordering online, and he was he was on the phone. He actually had the shopping cart up and and was asking me a few questions about number one. How does he pay by check? And number two, how does he say, I want to go pick up? In other words, hey, I don't want to pay the credit card price. I want the lower price, and I don't want to pay for shipping. And, and so I just told him, okay, so when you go out to the shopping cart and you're getting ready to, to finalize the purchase, if you want to pay by a check, that's where you don't. And so when you go out to our shopping cart, you'll see we list both prices, the check price, the credit card price, uh, in the promo code. And it tells you there, but, but you kind of got to read a little bit. In the promo code, so before you finalize checking out of our shopping cart, there is a, a box with a promo code in it. You just type the word check right into that promo code. And then it'll take off. Uh, the the amount of the credit card fees off of the bill. Then we also have a, a box of whether or not you want us to ship or if you're going to pick up, and, and, and you just pick which one. If you're going to if you pick shipping, we add the shipping charge. If you say pick up, then you don't pay for the shipping. And obviously, we're smart enough to know uh, most of the time hey, if that's a Colorado, he's picking up in Colorado. If it's an Arizona, you're picking up in Arizona. And then you always have the comment section. So you can just tell us, hey, I'm picking up in Johnstown or I'm picking up in Phoenix or, or whatever it may be. Uh, you can do that. So so that's available to you. If you ever have questions about the shopping cart, if you, if you get confused or you get stuck, call us. We'll help you. We'll help you through it. Because I know it's, it's a convenient way for a lot of people to to do business with us, hey, I'm not able to listen every day, or I listen via the podcast, or this or that, or or you never know. You go out there and see what's on sale, uh, and and you want to order. If you get stuck, help uh, call us, and and we can help you. And here's the great part: the guy wanted to order it online. I'm like, I can do it over the phone. He says, Nah, I'll do it online. That's fine. And then, uh, of course, we got all the information out there about our metals plan. As I told you guys yesterday, we uh, have been smashing records. The metals plan is getting even better now. The more of you there are, the better the deals are going to be. And it, it, we, we, we are just killing it right now. And thank you so much. Great way to support us, great way to support the radio station. Uh, And and, and today, I'm just going to tell you, we are going to talk about Social Security today. Are you actually going to get it? What does the actual law say about Social Security benefits? We'll talk about the Supreme Court ruling, which was the Fleming v. Nestor case. That spells out quite simply the money that you paid into Social Security by law, the government is under no legal authority to give it to you. Is that what is facing us? And, and when we talk about what's happening, obviously already, just so you know, the Social Security Trust fund does not exist it's a phony and for all practical purposes social security is already insolvent in that they don't have any money right they don't have a trust fund it's non-marketable securities and they actually pay out more than they take in right which is obviously insolvency So where are we headed there? And remember why I've been telling you about your medals program, why you need to be in it. If you're relying on Social Security and your 401K for your retirement, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not enough. Not even close to enough. Well, you know, if you're one of those one percenters, you'll be fine. But for everybody else, you better have something else to go along with it. It's our radio news hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. Uh, that's our toll-free number. If, if you don't know what I'm talking about with the metals plan, go out to allamericangold.com. You'll see it uh, along the top there. Click on it, read about it. For You know, we started this metals plan as a way for a lot of people that, hey, I don't have. You know, a, as an example, a uh, U.S. $20 gold piece today, 1400 $1,400 goes up again Goes up again fourteen hundred dollars and i that's i have fourteen hundred dollars and, and me trying to save fourteen hundred dollars is is going to be an act of futility and and we had so many and i wanted people to be able to get involved no matter what the income level and even in where we're at now you need at least a hundred dollars a month and i know that, that still takes out probably half of our audience. Still, hey, at, at 100, I, I can't bring 100. And this is how hard it's gotten, but for as little as $100 a month, there is no maximum. Let me tell you right now, we have people all over the board 100, 150, 200, 500, 800, 1,000, 2,000. You get four physical deliveries a year. Some of you in the plan have said, "Hey, you know what? I want a bigger amount, right? Because at the smaller amount, uh, I'm getting a lot of silver. I want to go only tw- give me two deliveries a year. That way, I can get you know the twenty dollar gold pieces, or or I get you know more gold in, in my in my uh, metals plan." But you get four physical deliveries a year unless you say you want only two. We ship at the end of every quarter. We pool everybody's money together. This allows for everybody to buy. Because, you know, you hear me all the time, right? We run specials, and we do volume discounts and all that stuff, right? If you're going to spend more money, we'll cheapen the price. Sure, you buy at the cheap price. Everybody in the plan does. Uh, and, and it's really now becoming more and more important to have another true supplement to your social security, uh, to your four hundred one k's, because as we all know, right? They're not; it doesn't buy anything. Uh, Arlene and I hate to, I didn't even. I the I didn't even uh, even ask her, but you know, Arlene's on on social security. You know, there's all kinds of rules, how much you can work or can't work. And and, and she'll tell you, it's not enough to live on. It's not. And you got to have something else. But I saw this article. I've been saving it. I didn't know if I was going to do it, not do it. And then things just kind of came together. The coming collapse to Social Security as we know it, trust me, it's coming. And as I did more research, and really for me, you know, because and again, I know it's coming. You know it. If you listen to me, listen, this is what I know. The dollar is coming to an end. I know that. And as a matter of fact, I will tell you that's a factual statement. Some people get upset when they hear that. But all fiat money goes to zero. Just does. What we don't know is when. One of my favorite guys of all time, and you know my guys, and I and I beat you over the head with their names, Jeffrey Gunlass was out again. Out again, talking about 2019. Talking about debt. He actually mentioned... Harry Figge's book Bankruptcy 1995 where Harry Figgy was smart enough to look out into the future and he had this what he called the hockey stick of debt chart talking about the government uh, and, and deficits and all of those things and Jeffrey Gundluch, uh I think it was yesterday in a huge big interview Referenced not only the book but the chart. My uncle used to have it in the, he had it on he had this little thing and he had uh a picture of Dr Dr. uh Norm Resnick and uh in front in front of the burnt down radio station on it. And he had the, the chart he Xerox the copy back remember when you Xerox stuff, right? He Xerox, the copy of the book. Had that chart here in the studios. And talked about, yeah, those charts starting to look really accurate now. So it got me thinking. You know, and they, you've been hearing them talk about entitlements and entitlements being the cause and all of this stuff. Mind you, the cause was they spent the entitlement money. Okay? Keep that in mind. Let's not forget that. We already prepared for the baby boomers once they spent it. So this is an article. It was written by Rebecca Walzer. I want to give her credit. Border wall funding, a government shutdown or a government slowdown, trade relations, tariffs, the Fed continuing to raise rates, a teetering stock market. There's been plenty to fret about over this holiday season, but something else is happening quietly that nevertheless is one of the most important issues in the history of America. And and you know what? I love that because I tell you that all the time. Right? We, we used to, you know, you got to plan for the long term and you're a long term investor. And they keep trying to tell you that crap every once in a while. You just got to stay the course. But yet, Wall Street now reacts what, what to, uh, to any piece of news. Right? It, it's now turned into the uh, we no longer look ahead, we only see what's right in front of our face thing. And I always tell you, that's usually not the real issue that's happening. Right now, all of the things she talked about have to do with the dollar demise. I mean, it just does. That's where we're headed. This is why we have these problems. It's really simple. What I'm referring to, what I label it as, the coming disenfranchisement of our Social Security system, at least as we know it. Disenfranchisement, quite a stark word, it's a pretty dang long one, let's just put it that way, uh, I don't know what that would be in a in Scrabble game, but I, I don't think you can get enough tiles to spell it, is defined as the state of being deprived of a right or a privilege, Okay. The state of being deprived of a right or a privilege. As a lawyer, I should know better than to use this word in relationship to Social Security. Since the Supreme Court ruled in 1960, and that was the case Fleming vs. Nestor, that the receipt payments from the program was not a right, even where a participant had paid into the system for years. Another word, let me me tell you what that really means in an abbreviated version. The government could decide to give you nothing. the Supreme Court rule. You could pay in it your whole life. And at, at any point in time, the government could say, you know what, things change. Sorry, we're keeping it. We're not paying you anything. That is legal. That's the law as it sits today. The reality is that most Americans count on and, inspect and expect that their Social Security, is in uh, as it is in present form, will be there for them. You know what, they even, I believe, and Arlene, can you come in here for a minute? And I, I don't mean to put poor Arlene on the spot here, but uh, do you, do the Social Security Administration, can you, do you get a statement from them? If you if you if you ask for them or like when you hit a certain age, do you know are these? Do you know that or not? I know you. I know you had to go through. She had to. I won't even bore you with the details of the paperwork she had to go to because she had to change her filing status or whatever it was with the spousal thingy and jig, right? It was, right, right. to get a whole extra thirty dollars, right? Not $14. That's what you got, $14. All that paperwork wasn't worth the 14 bucks. But they even will send you, and I think like when you turn 55 or something, I know that you're.
1: Well, they'll send you an annual. There you go.
0: So they do send you. Yeah, but it's not 50. they'll
1: just
0: say, you know, it's $15. So they send you the annual statement of how much a month that you're, quote, unquote, entitled to get. Like, like making you believe making you believe that it's there for you. Legally, it's not. So you worked all your life, and you get this thing, and it says, hey, you're going to get $1,400 a month, or you're entitled to $2,000 a month, or whatever it may be. Just know this. With a stroke of a pen... It all goes away. Make no mistake, the reality is that even though they count on that as being their Social Security, the current math unfortunately tells a much different story. Social Security is a pay-as-you-go system. Well, when it was first designed, that's how it worked. Matter of fact, that's how it worked, right up into our good pal. You know, Ellen Greenspan is going to be in the history books, not for good things. <laughs> but we paid as we go. In other words, the government would adjust how much they needed to take out of your... FICA, right, your payroll tax every year. And maybe, you know, at least at first, before we really, well, let me tell you, before 1971, it didn't go up very much. And then we went off the the gold standard completely, and things changed drastically. Could you imagine instead of being hit at Uh, 6.2%, and if you're self-employed, you know you pay both, so you pay the 12.4. If you only were getting hit at one percent, and you got to keep all the, you know, think about the pay raise you could get. But they decided in the '80s that you know what, we got this baby boom problem that's going to be hitting in in 30 30 years or so from today and they decided to change it from a pay-as-you-go to they were going to collect way more than they needed. Right? That was your trust fund, that three, that imaginary three trillion bucks. In the original legislation, it was supposed to truly be a lockbox that Congress would not be able to spend that money. That the surplus would be used to buy U.S. Treasury for real. Not, not make believe, but real ones. In order to get the bill passed, that piece went out. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Let's, let's cross that off. We're going to continue with your Social Security check. We're going to check in on Fleming vs. Nestor to see what the Supreme Court really said. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly.
1: Some people only get interested in the problem of activist judges when the Senate is confirming a nominee to the U.S. Supreme Court. But appointees to federal circuit and district courts can be almost as important as Supreme Court justices because the Supreme Court takes only about 1% of the cases that try to make it to the high court. The lower federal court judges have been making final rulings on dozens of controversial issues that ought to be legislative decisions, including marriage, parents' rights in public schools, and immigration. Some have lamented that President Jimmy Carter, who served only one term, did not get a chance to make any Supreme Court appointment. But don't cry for Carter, because he had plenty of judicial influence. As Ronald Reagan was building his successful campaign for president, Carter was stacking the federal courts with 259 activist federal judges, more than any other president in history. 30 years later, many of his judges are still rendering liberal activist decisions. Among the left-wingers, Carter appointed to the judiciary Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Stephen Breyer. Both were later elevated to the Supreme Court by Bill Clinton. Carter appointed 15 judges to the Ninth Circuit Several of those judges are still rendering liberal decisions, including the now 79-year-old Stephen Reinhardt, who is notorious for his rulings against the Pledge of Allegiance, against Second Amendment gun rights, and against parents' rights in schools. Other Jimmy Carter appointments, including the judge who ruled the Pledge of Allegiance unconstitutional, the judge who ruled the National Day of Prayer unconstitutional, and the judge who ordered the Ten Commandments monument removed from the Alabama Supreme Court. Remember to tell your U.S. senators that they should be just as vigilant when they vote on confirmation of lower federal court judges as they are about Supreme Court justices.
0: Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. You'll be glad to know the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly continues, upheld by Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, chairman Helen Marie Taylor, treasurer John Schlafly, a full staff in St. Louis and our nation's capital, and thousands of citizen volunteers, her Eagles, across the country. You can be part of that legacy at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Don't not convince you need the metals program? Make no mistake about it. Social Security, even though it has an estimated nearly $3 trillion in this trust fund, this simply reflects accounting entry. That was the net surpluses The fund had been credited with, plus interest, since inception. There is no actual money in the fund. Got somebody else telling you, not me. Just the quote-unquote special issue treasury bonds. Here's what's special about them. Which are in fact nothing more than government IOUs. The real surpluses have already been used by the federal government as a su- funding source for so many things. Right? We don't Who knows what they spent it on? Military, right, David? Uh, justice, education, energy. You, you name. It food stamp, but no more. The day of surplus payments is now over, Under the and now under the current system will be over for 75 straight years in a row. Now, they don't go any further than that. They only go 75 years out, so I don't know if it's really longer than that. But according uh, to Rebecca here, we will never again run a Social Security surplus under current law, which is why I'm talking about this article today. For the first time since 1982, in other words, this is when we ended pay-as-you-go, by the way, the benefits will be that will be paid exceeds the revenue collected this is no surprise to the government they have projected and forecasted these figures based on demographics in the annual trustee report since 1941 (laughs) this has been an issue for what 30 almost 30 years longer than i've been alive as difficult as that is to swallow, it's not the issue she wants to focus on. What consumes me more is the much larger problem of what's coming. And I keep telling you this. I've told you this is only this is the first year. Well last twenty eighteen was year one of the of the debt tsunami. I want you to pay attention right now cuz i already knew this when you break down the birth rate from 1946 to 1964 which i guess is the technical baby boom era the birth rate the, the birth rates peaked in 1957 which means those people are turning 62 this year. By the way, they stayed very constant from 57 to 64, so they didn't go higher, but they really didn't go lower either. This means that 70% of the baby boomers have not even retired 2022, see the tsunami I'm talking about, right? We already know this year the little number is going to be a trillion. I've already told you, you know what, you look, and the big number by 2020 is a big number. is going to be two trillion. I'm wondering if 2022 is the first year the little number is two trillion. By, uh, starting in 2022, the bulk of the generation will retire in the next five to seven straight years in a row. i already told you, it's not 2032 you're worried about. It's much, much sooner than that. And remember when they say the system goes broke, that they only can pay 74 Cents on the dollar, right? That's cause, that's because they already already now it's broke, right? Already now we're probably at ninety nine cents or ninety eight cents. In other words, the system, which is we're already down to less than three people working. Matter of fact, according to to her, she says there's only two full time equivalent. good way to do it because you uses full time. Only two. And the bulk of them have yet to even retire. It's coming like a freight train. So then it got me thinking and it got her thinking. What's the law here? What are your options? And I started to go back to the case of Fleming v. Nestor. And and I'm just going to give you the uh, the cliff note version. So the fact that a worker contributes to the Social Security programming funding through a dedicated payroll tax establishes a unique connection between those tax payments and future benefits. More so that general federal income tax can be said to establish quote-unquote right to certain government services. This often is expressed in the idea that Social Security benefits are a quote earned right. This is true enough in a moral and a political sense. But like all federal entitlement programs, Congress can change the rules regarding eligibility and has done so many times. The rules can be made more generous or they can be made more restrictive. Benefits which are granted at one time can be withdrawn. In other words, you have no legal right to the money you put into Social Security. We'll talk about the case that decided that when we return. eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And I know I've talked about social security a lot, but I've never really gone this deep into it. You won't be getting that money. Will it go to zero? No, I don't think so. But that payroll tax, that FICA tax, is just going to be a tax. That's what it is. And truly, actually, according to the Supreme Court, that's exactly what it is. The government is entitled to give us Nothing. If a person had made FICA contributions over a number of years, people had assumed that Congress, that that was some form of a legal contract. In other words, you know, that, that Congress could only increase benefits, right? They couldn't make them less, right? That was, and again, I guess if you're looking spiritually, or as she put it, morally, right? That would make sense. Unfortunately for all of us, that's not what the actual law is. In 1935, so now you're going all the way back to when the law was actually created. They had had a clause in the contract that the act could be amended. Congress had no limitations when crafting the actual law from the very beginning. Section 1104 of the 1935 Act. It's entitled reservation of power under that section it states the right to alter amend or repeal any provision of this act is hereby reserved to the Congress even so Many had thought that this reservation was in some way unconstitutional. In other words, the government took the money under the guise of, hey, we're going to help you save for retirement. See, we're from the government. We're here to help. And that was your money. You earned that money. And now the government was going to save it for you when you got older, but they knew all along, Yeah, well, eventually, we're just going to want it. And legally, we don't have to do anything. In 1960, the case was brought to the Supreme Court called Fleming v. Nestor. Nestor, who had immigrated to America and who had been paying into the system for 19 straight years before he got deported. He actually got deported in 1954. And it took about six years to get to the Supreme Court. So from inception in 35. He was working, paid all of those years, got deported. Why did he get deported? I don't know if the why is that important, but I want you to know it. Because he was a member of the Communist Party from 1933 to 1939. And that was, of course, remember, right, that was McCarthyism and all that stuff. So so they, they deport this man. Off you go. Goodbye. And he says, hey, wait a minute. I paid for 19 years into Social Security, and I'm entitled to that money. According to the Supreme Court, and oh, by the way, uh, they also enacted in 1954, the same year they deported this man, they they added to the law that says under by the way, under section two forty one A of the Immigration and Nationality Act of any one of a certain ground specified in another section two or two N, you could lose your social security benefits. In other words, if you get deported from the United States they no longer have to give you your Social Security benefits. And, of course, he got deported under the... He was a registered communist in the 30s. But the Supreme Court went farther than that. They said, yeah, that that's why, you know, they have that law in place, and that's the law, but note this. In the eyes of the Supreme Court, Congress can do as they wish to Social Security and the entitlement that you think go along with it. They can make them better. They can make them worse. They don't have to give them at all. That in the eyes of the law, the Social Security system is not a right. It is simply a tax that the government can amend as they see fit. That's what's got this lady so up in arms about what's coming. We haven't even seen the bad part of social security. we still got three years to go before it starts getting really ugly. Take to our radio news hour, I know. Anything to make your Wednesday better. Final segment coming up. Final segment. Uh, everything's up today. Dow's up 100. Gold's up six. Uh, uh twelve ninety-two. Silver's up as well. Uh fifteen seventy-five. Um even crude oil's up for like the seventh or eighth day in a row. Uh, the, even though we had the we had a in, mat seventeen million barrel build in crude, so I, I don't know what's happening there. Uh just a bunch of nonsense as far as I'm concerned. But I thought today was a good day. Take a step back. From trade tariffs and all this, others. Here's all you need to know. We're going to go into debt 1.6, 1.7 trillion this year. They'll say a trillion. I know that, right? They're going to tell you a trillion, but it's bigger. You know that. I think 2020. So this time next year, I think the big number is going to be two trillion. We just learned today from 2022 to 2027, and really, I guess technically you could say 2029, but we won't get to 2029, is when you are going to see... That you know, in 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 the math realm, I'm still a twenty. You know, I'm hoping 20, 27 maybe before it runs out. Maybe a little sooner than that. This fake trust fund, and then after that point, uh, you know, I'll, all bets are off. I don't I don't know what happens. Right? My guess is that they're going to. Number one, raise the tax. Number two, r- keep raising retirement ages. Number three, um, benefit for those that are not already retired are going to be greatly reduced and all these other things uh, because the, the deficits by then, you know, uh, $3 trillion little numbers by then, if not more. This is why the money's going to get changed. It's why those Social Security benefits are not going to be anywhere near where they appeared to be. Your 401k, I think these the, over the next 10 years, I don't, it, it doesn't look great to me. I don't know. I mean, any, you know, anything can happen. But Wall Street sure looks like a tough place to be right now. Sign up for the metals plan. If you do nothing else, have something else set aside so you can be ready. Right? I, I love that old adage. I don't know who said it. Whoever holds the gold makes the rules. Oh, by the way, uh, someone actually uh, texted it to me. Or maybe they emailed me. Somehow they social media me or whatever. A, a $20 gold piece today would buy a house in Venezuela. That's how much it's worth. Just thought I'd point that out because I know, you know, we, we talk about inflation and all of these other things. Tomorrow, another great show lined up for you. The, the, New York, the city of New York is trying to offer health care to everybody. I'm going to tell you what the plan is. And how ridiculous they really sound. Patreon Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.